0: hello and thanks for checking out chemistry connections on the hopewell valley student podcasting network a proud partner of hvspn.com where students come together to publish content to share with the world the opinions represented within this episode are those of the content creators only please enjoy the show Welcome to Chemistry Connections. My name is Mia Alex and I'm your host for episode number three called The Chemistry of our Bonds with Dogs. Today I'll be discussing the science behind why we form attachments to dogs with a focus on the neurotransmitter and hormone known as oxytocin. For those of you who have a dog or maybe multiple, you've definitely experienced moments when you look into each other's eyes and feel nothing but love. But why is that? Before diving into the science behind what happens when we feel a bond with a dog, we should first take a look at oxytocin. Oxytocin is associated with happiness, bonding, and affection. When higher levels of it are present, you experience more attachment to whatever triggered it to be released. It is most frequently seen in mother-child relationships in a positive feedback loop. Higher oxytocin levels for the mother result in more mothering behavior, which in turn raises their child's oxytocin levels, who then becomes more attentive and loving to their mother. This produces even more oxytocin in a constant cycle. These levels of oxytocin increase as physical contact between the mother and child increases. Now, the same can be said for dogs. Physical contact with dogs, namely in the form of petting, produces more oxytocin both for the human and the dog, just as it does for mothers and their children. Just thinking about or gazing at our four-legged friends bolsters the production of this neurotransmitter for both the human and dog and in dogs, oxytocin causes more friendly, attentive, and sociable behavior while also lowering aggression levels. Scientifically, oxytocin is a molecule with a molecular formula of C43H66N12O12S2. This means that in a molecule of oxytocin, there are 43 carbon, 66 hydrogen, 12 nitrogen, 12 oxygen, and 2 sulfur atoms. So, with its weight of 1,007.2 grams for every mole of oxytocin, it's a pretty large molecule. To draw back to the topic of animals, just thinking about our dog raises oxytocin levels. These levels increase even more through eye contact and physical contact with our dogs. So, when we gaze at a puppy and our brain recognizes we're looking at something adorable, a signal is sent to release oxytocin. Specifically, To release oxytocin, it must be transported from the cell body to the axon terminal and then released from there. This occurs in the hypothalamus after the trigger of seeing, petting, or thinking about a dog. This signal increases the membrane potential of the neuron and then the process starts. When the membrane potential is increased, voltage-gated ion channels open, flooding that portion of the membrane with positively charged cations. In chemistry terms, the signal gives the cell enough voltage to trigger the opening of the ion channels, and this releases the positively charged cations, either potassium, sodium, or calcium. And this entire process is known as depolarization. Technically speaking, the membrane potential is the difference in electrical charge between the inside and outside of the neuron, and a voltage-gated ion channel is a channel that either holds or releases ions based on the membrane potential of the cell. When ions are released from the voltage-gated ion channel, that portion of the membrane is depolarized. In order to restore its normal charge, separate voltage-gated ion channels open, and cations are released from the depolarized section of the membrane. However, releasing the cations from one side of the membrane sends them to another area, thus depolarizing that section. This cycle continues until oxytocin has been successfully transported through the membrane and released at which point the ion channels close and stop releasing the cations that trigger the depolarization and repolarization process. This is virtually instantaneous, and after it's completed, we feel the effects of love and attachment to the dog. So, the next time you see an adorable puppy, just know that your hypothalamus is working overtime to release the oxytocin that causes those feelings of overwhelming affection for the animal. The reason why we release oxytocin upon the a dog is due to their physical appearance, With their large head and eyes, combined with a small mouth and nose, as well as chubby cheeks, the physicality of dogs triggers the human instinct to be caring and protective of them, as we would a young child. Combined with their inability to verbally communicate, it makes sense that we as humans often use babying voice when talking to dogs and caring for them. The hormone that triggers those nurturing instincts? You guessed it, oxytocin. This exploration is especially interesting for me because I have two dogs at home that I adore and I wanted to know the science behind why we as humans feel the way we do about dogs. Additionally, a significant portion of the world has at least one dog in their household, and they are known as man's best friend. So it's very relevant, and I believe many people would be interested in learning more about our connection to dogs. I also have a fascination with analyzing our emotions scientifically, so it's intriguing to answer the question what happens when we see something adorable and feel attachment to it on a molecular and biological level. Thank you for listening to this episode of Chemistry Connections. For more student-run podcasts and digital content, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com.